0: gentlemen, welcome back once again to your weekend wrap-up. Hello, beautiful Bellbreakers. It is good to be here. It is. Spring is in the air, the birds are chirping, and yes. we're going to get like three inches of snow tomorrow. Yes, so.
1: it's Iowa, man. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> I don't know how y'all are pairing in the rest of the country, but... It's been ups and downs. It's an emotional roller coaster. It really is. I mean, it was what, like 65 degrees? Oh, my gosh. It was insanely awesome. And it was like 33 today, and and tomorrow it's supposed to snow. Yes. I got some spring cleaning done, which... That's good. I mean, you know you're old when you decide, hey, it's nice out, let's do some spring yeah, cleaning. Right. I even rented a big-ass <laughs> dumpster to I saw out. that. That's nice. I, it comes in handy when you have a really messy garage and you yeah. don't have to make a bunch of trips. But yeah. And I had a giant trampoline from two years ago. The right. stormed a year and a half ago that's yeah. still in the backyard. So I was like, you know, let's rent a dumpster. We can get all of this out of the yeah. way at once. That's Just that in time for tomorrow's snow.
1: Right, yeah, well... I have to talk to you about it. I might. That might be a good idea. Renting a
0: dumpster. Yeah, these ones are cheap. We'll talk though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> hey, let's talk about dumpsters <laughs> yeah. on this.
1: So, if you get a 25 <laughs> foot dumpster
0: versus a forty foot yes. dumpster, <laughs> can I? Hide, how many bodies can I hide? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In yeah. a dumpster. Is that fairly that easy
1: to do? <laughs>
0: How's everybody doing out there? It is once again the weekend. Yes. And there is plenty of shit to, go to to cover And cover that shit we will Yes, you think they'll call the 2020s the age of shit? I, I, I think we're, we've already called it that plenty of yes. times So um, before we get into the show Obviously we got to mention our sponsors That is Run Your Mouth Coffee The official coffee of free speech The official coffee of not getting censored And yes. the official coffee of just delicious coffee It's good stuff official coffee of the Break the Bill podcast. Uh, go to RYM Coffee if you want to check them out, um, order their stuff, support small businesses that support your rights to run your mouth. Yes. Without getting censored, without getting taken offline, without uh, getting canceled, whatever. Whatever it is, uh, they support that, that. Hence the name, Run Your Mouth Coffee. And um, we're going to support companies that support our individual rights like they do. So, Go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them that we sent you by using that good old fashioned promo code, which is break the bell. That's all one word. You'll get 10% off your purchase plus free shipping. And that's an awesome deal. Very much so. So. Do it. Do it now. Go order from them because it's delicious. You'll get fresh roasted coffee delivered straight to your door. You don't have to go to the store. Uh, you don't have to go get shitty coffee no. from Starbucks. So or better. Or Folgers coffee. Yeah. Does, does anybody still drink Folgers coffee? I don't think so. I, I know it's it was like the farmer coffee. Yeah. But like my grandpa, both my grandparents, sides, grandparents were Folgers yeah. drinkers. And man, I, I think if the world... Specifically, it was just Folgers coffee. I don't think I ever would have became the coffee person that Pro- I am probably today. Probably not, because no. it, it reminds me of like brewed soybeans. Like yeah. the taste of it reminds that's me of the s- the smell yeah. of s- when the soybean soy crops are ripening mm-hmm. uh, here in Iowa. Man, that's what the taste of Folgers yeah. reminds. So. But- it don't don't buy Folgers. No. Uh, but, but they always had the saddest
1: commercials growing up. They they did. Be like,
0: Michael's home, you know, <laughs> and then they
1: go in and oh my gosh, Michael, you're back, and they all sit around and drink coffee, and it's <laughs> like you know,
0: <laughs> I can't remember the comedian that said it, but he was like, uh, if uh, the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup, then I'm staying in fucking bed. <laughs> <laughs> like perfect. Don't drink Folgers. Drink delicious coffee. Go to rwmcoffee.com. That's all. Yes. Like I said, we got plenty of shit to cover this week. But first of all, i I've got a I've got to toot my own horn here because I I I like to do this when I argue with my my wife. Sure. When I when I find out when I prove because I know that I'm right. Yes. But when I prove that I'm right, I like to rub it in her face, like well, rub her nose in it, and be like, "Hey, yeah. hey, it's just your husbandly say it. duty." Say it. Say yes. it. <laughs> Say I'm right. Say I'm right. I mean that Spread. that that's that's the secret to good marriages, yeah. right? Uh, oh, Just absolutely. Rubbing your wife's nose yes. in it when she's yes. wrong. No
1: marriage lasts that doesn't do that.
0: So I've <laughs> got to point out that I was right, Bill. Yes, I was. I was because uh, I predicted. Uh, if you didn't les- listen to last week's a- episode, we talked about the Russia-Ukraine conflict. We went into a lot of detail. We talked about how um, the U.S. or the West kind of perpetuated perpetuated like a coup in 2014 that led to the ousting of the the current president and put in like a nazi president right. that was it's good anti-russia it really very good show at the end of the show i said you know what my new prediction is is ukraine is not the chess piece that the west is looking at uh because they already have ukraine yeah. uh you see, we, we started to see articles popping up of unrest in Russia. And mm-hmm. I was like, I think Russia's the next yeah. chess piece. And they're going to, they're pushing all these hard ass sanctions, harder yeah. than they did on like North Korea oh, yeah. or harder than they did yeah. on China. Yeah. And they're going to cause this civil unrest that's going to lead to potentially right. an ousting of yeah. Putin.
1: And, and you blew my mind. And I had my Kaiser say moment where I dropped my <laughs> coffee cup and I'm just like, <laughs>
0: Yes. So um, I wanted to share this headline that popped up that proves that I potentially was right once I figure out how to share my screen. This is the headline from the New York Times today. It says, with sanctions, U.S. and Europe aim to punish Putin and fuel Russian unrest. Sound maybe a little, like, what I was saying yeah. that they're intentionally. I think it's interesting that they're they're coming out and announcing that they're intentionally causing civil unrest there in Russia. It's like they're trying to. They're like, well, if Putin's not going to uh, stop the war with pressure from the United States, maybe he'll stop the war with pressure from his own people. Right. So, because didn't uh, Biden come out last week and say I, we don't want to really hurt the Russian people, we just right. want to hurt Putin? Well, right. and now it seems like they're taking a separate stance yeah. here. They're going full blown against. Yeah. Uh, the russian people so that th- the people will right put the pressure on yeah. uh, putin like
1: we talked about i mean you know their interest rates are up 20% and yeah. the rub ruby ruble is way down and they should and
0: just use rubies
1: they should because that's so much cooler than it rubles is.
0: so it goes on to say the biden administration and european officials are crushing the russian economy and stirring mass anxiety to pressure vladimir putin to end his war in ukraine within that article was this screenshot i got it says the moves also ignite questions in Washington and European capitals over whether cascading events in Europe or in Russia could lead to regime change or rulership collapse, which President Biden and European leaders are careful to avoid mentioning. Well, yeah, they don't mention it. Yeah. It Doesn't mean that's not what they want. Yeah, <laughs> <Now>, exactly. So <laughs> that being headlines of the New York Times today, mm-hmm. lend some. Credit to some credence to what I was predicting last week yeah. or earlier this week. I'm just like, you heard it here from from us first, guys. So if this happens, we are yes, we are prophets. We we are sent yes. from God. <laughs> we are <laughs> this show is prophetic. Yes. So so yes. you heard it from us first. Absolutely. So that's scary shit to me. Very when, much. So. When they decide, hey, uh, we're not just going to end this war, but we want to push. Yeah. We we're, we're not gonna. We're not going to talk about it, but we kind of want to push yeah. to oust Russia and push for a regime change. Yeah. And what kind of regime change do you think the West would push there? Do you oh. think it could be a pro-Russian regime change? No.
1: They, they'd put The NED would put their boy Anatolian. <laughs> oh, yeah. Somebody who is
0: like all gung-ho, pro-America. How is that guy still fighting when he was poisoned? It's I, like, yeah. after being poisoned once, don't, well, don't you think you'd back off? Was he poisoned? I, I don't know, but <laughs> if he was poisoned, don't you think you'd be like, yeah. dude, I don't want anything to do with that Maybe, shit. maybe he got some about? bad
1: tuna fish, and they're like, it was Putin. Uh, it was
0: Putin. <laughs> 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 he poisoned the caviar. <laughs> so that's all I got to say about that. We do got a little bit, I mean, there's, all right, all right, so here's this week in a nutshell with the headlines. Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia, 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 Russia. That concludes your weekend wrap-up. <laughs> are you ready to get out of here?
1: Yes. Russia, <laughs> State of the Union, about Russia, Russia, Russia. Oh, yeah. But
0: very few people are really talking about the State of the Union. That's because it, it was a... It was a joke. It was a joke. fucking mess. It was a fucking yes. joke. And we we are, we do have to talk have about to. the State of yes, the Union. we have to. Because it was a freaking joke yes. of epic proportions. Uh, I'm going to save that for later, though. I just figured while we're on the Russia topic, we might as well keep talking a little about Russia. Yeah. Um, the Russian Times came out like two days after I made my prediction. I found this Russian Times post that says, Russia must close the NED and other U.S. fronts from money laundering. I thought that was very interesting. I did too, specifically yeah. considering we were like, the NED is spending a bunch of money on yeah. Russia. That's that's why we were predicting that Russia is the next target yeah. in the crosshairs and then Russian Times comes out and says uh yeah we need to get rid of the NED maybe they were listening to us and they're like oh those dirty rascals you know it, it's interesting to me because i think we had listened to it, it was um
1: it was like some former like KGB like um co uh what was it um like like a, you know kind of intelligence guy mm-hmm. and he was talking about you know overthrowing the united states from the inside right right you know remember that we when we I, listen to that, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, it, it's interesting. My because... brain gets
0: com- compounded with so much info. I can't <laughs> we, remember. We all did of
1: it. because we were like, "Holy shit, listen to this." Mm-hmm. Well, but the the same thing's been going on from the other side for the last thirty years. Oh well, yeah. We've had we've had agents in Russia trying to overthrow Russian.
0: Yeah. Well, in every other country. Oh well, yeah, was... right. Ninety two other countries, but yes. Russia's
1: always been the big prize.
0: Oh well, yeah. Um. Let's, I'm not going to read that article, that op-ed from Russian Times. It was interesting that um, I had sent it to you on Facebook, so I went to click on the link that I sent you through Facebook, and then Facebook pops up, and it's like, this is uh, Russian state-sponsored media. Are you sure you want to go here? I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I do want to go here. <laughs> and now you're flagged. <laughs> Probably. So, interestingly enough, it seems like with with Facebook— Wanting to almost it was they didn't censor it, but it was like we kind of want to censor this from you. We kind of want to block you from doing this, but we're not going to just yet. Just know that we kind of want to. Um, It seems like a lot of the information from the side of Russia is getting blocked and not allowed out of the country. Mm. Part of that being the fact that Russia has decided to block a lot of uh, Western media. Right. To, because this, he they're calling it the fake news law that that Putin came up with. Right. you think maybe he got in cahoots with Trump and and maybe Trump gave him a call? He's like, hey Vlad, hey Vlad, you you know what you need to do to stir him up more is to is to say the word fake news a lot. <laughs> it's it's the one word that one word fake news that will get everybody losing their damn minds. And if you want to stir them up, just say that word fake news.
1: I'm sure if that was the case, it would be all over CNN, ABC, and ABC. Well,
0: NBC. <laughs> CNN is saying how, still still reporting on their f- cover page that Trump is still backing oh, Putin and all this. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's the case. Yeah. But um, apparently CNN, ABC, and CBS are all stopping broadcasting in Russia after... Putin is threatening to lock up journalists with this fake news law or whatever. And then also Bloomberg, BBC, and Canada's CBC are temporarily suspending operations. So we uh, got—Putin came out with this law that would jail journalists potentially for 12 years. And then all these mainstream news sites are just like, yeah, we're not going to go over there anymore. Has that ever happened in— Anywhere, I mean, China's been locking up Western journalists. North Korea, we've been trying to, like, I don't know, uh, secretly sneak journalists into North Korea for for decades. And Putin comes out, he's like, I'm going to lock up journalists. And we're just like, oh, okay, we're done. We're we're not going to do anything there now. Right. It just shows what chicken shits the journalists are nowadays. Either that or um, they don't want... The Russian side too. They don't want people to see what's actually right. going on from yeah. the Russian side. No. And again, I we're not. I I can't say we're pro-Russian. I I'm not no, going to go that we're, far. We're not
1: pro-Russian, but we also know what other agencies are involved. Yes. What other NGOs are working?
0: And God forbid that if truth happened to side more on the Russian side, God forbid that truth get out. Right. Because I mean, then yeah, who's the r- war criminal then?
1: Right. So
0: this this is from dailymail.co.uk so good old british media for you says cnn international the global arm of cnn abc and cbs news will stop broadcasting in russia after the kremlin introduced a new law in the country that could jail anyone intentionally spreading fake news so what's that say about cnn abc and cbs if (laughs) All Putin said is, if you're intentionally spreading fake news, we're going to lock you in jail. And they're all just like, oh, shit, we better get out. uh, (laughs) uh, We got nothing else (laughs) to to (laughs) report on if that's the case. (laughs) says Bloomberg, the BBC, and Canada, CBC also said they're temporarily suspending the work of the journalists inside Russia. Russian officials have said that false information has been spread by enemies such as the U.S. and the Western European allies in an attempt to sow discord among the Russian people. Lawmakers in Moscow passed amendments to the criminal code making the spread of fake information an offense punishable with fines or jail terms. They also imposed fines for anyone calling for sanctions against Russia following the invasion of Ukraine. But hasn't Russia kind of already locked up journalists yeah. without the law on right. their side for yeah. for decades now?
1: But now now they they They've been doing it to their own people. Now yeah. they're letting the international
0: community know. Hey, know what to they, hey, we do this. Yeah, <laughs> the new legislation was passed by parliament and will become law when Vladimir Putin signs it, as he is widely expected to do. It was not clear when Putin would sign the measure. It appeared to give the Russian state much stronger power to crack down by making it a criminal offense to spread fake information with a jail term of up to fifteen years. So this one says fit. Down paragraphs down, it goes from twelve to fifteen, just like that. Get your news straight before you write right. an article. Exactly. CNN will stop broadcasting in Russia while we continue to evaluate the situation. Our next steps moving or and and our next steps moving forward, a spokesperson said on Friday. The change to the criminal code, which seems designed to turn any independent reporter into a criminal purely by association, makes it impossible to continue any. Semblance of normal journalism inside the country, Bloomberg editor-in-chief John McClathwaite said in a statement. That's quite a name. It is. CBS News stated that it is no longer broadcasting from the country. CBS News is not currently broadcasting from Russia as we monitor the circumstances of our team on the ground, given the new media law passed today. Hmm. It says, it was a similar view taken by ABC, which has several correspondents working in the country currently. Because of the censorship law passed in Russia today, some Western networks, including ABC, are not broadcasting from the country tonight. We will continue to assess the situation and determine what this means for the safety of our teams on the ground. So, blah, 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 blah. It just gives all these different statements from all these different right. things. It says... Um, Russia has terms, termed its actions in Ukraine a special operation. Uh, the new law came after foreign ministry spokesman Maria Z- Zakharova accused the BBC of playing a determined role in undermining the Russian stability and security. I could see that. Oh, yeah. They've been doing that for years. Yeah. So— So we got this law in Russia. Mm -hmm. On one hand, we got this law in Russia that says, hey, we're going to throw people in jail for spreading fake news. And they can say whatever they want is fake news or not, just just the way we do here in the United States. We determine, hey, this doesn't go with the narrative. This is fake news. So I'm not saying necessarily that CNN and BBC and everybody's all specifically fake news, which they kind of are, but I am saying that. Russia is kind of taking our own playbook and saying, hey, this doesn't follow our narrative here, right. so we deem this. We are the authority that yeah. deems this fake news, just like we do over here. Right. It's no different. We're just not locking people up yet yeah. yet. yet for that. So right. um, they're just saying, basically, anybody that's reporting against Russia is going yeah. to get thrown in jail. But again, that that raises the question, what journalists have ever— under those same threats, pulled out of a country. Right, yeah, exactly. I mean, we were reporting in Congo and shit when, when... Yeah, I mean, against ISIS.
1: I mean, remember there was that yeah. that British guy that got beheaded? Mm-hmm. I mean, but there's always been some some journalist out there who's been wanting to try to get the truth out, you know, and that's just not the case. Now they're leaving it up to people with their social media to try to get the word out. Which,
0: interestingly enough, like like we talked about last week um all the social media coming out surrounding this like Zelensky President mm-hmm. Zelensky of Ukraine has his own right. TikTok account that um he's showing his heroism and all yeah. this stuff shit um and all this all the the whole Ukrainian side is being broadcast right. all over TikTok well because of this fake news law TikTok has suspended use like no longer operates in Russia Huh. So there's no TikTok operations, no TikTok accounts operating in Russia. And that's interesting to me because TikTok is a Chinese-based company. I was company. just going to
1: say, it's a Chinese-based company. Why would they pull the plug on Russia? And
0: TikTok—maybe it's because I'm old. TikTok is not news. TikTok right. is not a news broadcasting agency. Right. So TikTok users aren't journalists, no. in my opinion. right. So for them to be like, well, because of the this law where they're going to lock up journalists who spread fake news, we are going to suspend the use of TikTok. That, yeah, right. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And that just, again, um, puts a little bit of credit to my thought that they're just not allowing any information. The West isn't allowing any information to come out yeah. of Russia on the Russian side. Right. Uh, we'll allow everything we want to on the Ukrainian side mm-hmm. and show like these heroes and stuff on the Ukrainian side, but yeah. but don't show any right. information coming out of Russia.
1: Well, but they're finding a way to filter information to the Russians, right? Because they want the Russians to uprise against mm-hmm. the regime, right? But they're not allowing it to go the
0: other way. Well, no, because then we might see that, hey, hey, these people aren't as pissed off as we thought. They're, right. they're actually backing Putin and right. shit. Yeah, right. And uh, the whole story out there right now is all the Russians are all pissed off and yeah. um, threatening to revolt against Putin. Well, whatever it is, I, I find it fishy that all reporting inside of Russia has completely stopped. Yeah, I mean, when you look at countries like North Korea— it's no shock to me. It's not like this is a first time event where hey, we've never got any media coming out of right. a country, but yeah. for it to be our side, mm-hmm. the media themselves that it's like oh, that's it. We're not doing the same anymore because yeah. he didn't say hey, we're not, we're not allowing right any Western media to come here. You right. just be- <laughs> you just better be careful. Yeah, that's exactly. Watch, watch the fake news. Right.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean. And opposed to that, you would think that Putin would want foreign media to come out and take a look. Yeah. And and talk to the people so
0: well, they can get his side. Well, maybe that's the thing. Uh Putin wants the foreign media
1: right. to come out. That's and my the Western thought.
0: media is like, oh, we don't want yeah, to exactly. we don't want to hear his side because yeah. there's enough people out there uh, there like us that might be questioning mm-hmm. the roles in this and and yeah thinking hey maybe this isn't as one-sided as it seems mm-hmm. in the very least and so if we go get the other side then it, we can't make this appear to be as one-sided right. as it seems so i don't know take it for what it is um yes russia based on our western knowledge is not doesn't have a good reputation with uh the media on right. the other side but again typically you have those Reporters that have a pair of balls that want to get right. in there and get the information yeah, get out the there. Get the scoop. But it's the the and usually the networks are like pushing. I was like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, you're you you got it, man. Go just you'll you'll be fine. I promise. <laughs> get in there and get the story. Yeah. We just got to get the story. We got to right. get the story, right. uh, whatever the cost. We got to get the story. But it's the networks that are like, nah. We're yeah, good. We be- we're good. Yeah, we're just not going to do that. Yeah, we don't want to risk your guys' lives. <laughs> They're you like, know. dude, I was just in Iran <laughs> yeah, yesterday. No, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I
1: was undercover with ISIS, like interviewing them and <laughs> For stuff. For six years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. So uh, a little more on Russia. Last thing here is that the U.S. gave Poland the green light to give Ukraine MiG fighter jets. Hmm. Interesting. So we're not—we're not—, we're not Sending troops or anything, but we are sending all the shit there. But well, don't they have the ghost of Kiev? Oh uh, yeah, now, yeah. Do they need other jets? I don't think so, right? Um. <laughs> apparently, Russia is. W- so this is the entire. This is just the headline. Listen to this headline. U.S. It's gives really long U.S. <laughs> gives Poland the green light to give Ukraine Mig fighter jets as Russia warns it. Is a war with any country hosting Kiev's aircraft and points finger at Romania as top American generals inspect troops in Europe. I fe- feel like they could have really shortened that. <laughs> Wanted to get the point across, I guess. For people that don't read past the headlines, right. here you go. Here's the entire. Yeah, thank you. The headlines get a lot longer. <laughs> yes. So this one is from dailymail.co.uk once again. It says plans for Poland to send fighter jets to Ukraine have been given the green light by the U.S. And amid warnings from Russia that countries hosting Kiev's military aircraft could end up being involved in an armed conflict. So the U.S. is like, well, we don't want them to go to war with us, but you guys yeah. being yeah. right next door to them, <laughs> yeah, you can go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Isn't Poland kind of almost bordering Ukraine? Well, yeah, they, it's like because right remember, there. They, they're
1: cutting through um, Belarus to, to get into Poland. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's like right there. <laughs> so...
0: I mean, Actually, we're I not think gonna it borders Russia. We're not gonna send them. Yeah, but you guys, you're you're <laughs> the strategic spot to send them. <laughs> yeah, we got your back. Go ahead. <laughs> well, maybe that's it, because we can't go to war, right? With them attacking Ukraine because Ukraine's not NATO, but we have yeah, Poland again. Is. We we talked last week. We have legal obligation, right? To back NATO allies, oh. and Poland's NATO allies, yeah. so if Poland, we're not going to do it because we don't want to instigate it, right. but if Poland instigates it and Russia attacks Poland, then we mm-hmm. get sucked into that war. Right. Yeah. Well, and same Genius. with
1: Romania, Estonia, mm-hmm. Slovakia, um, and, you know, they're all right there on the border, and they're all scared that they're going to get attacked.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and then the U.S. keeps, like, pushing them, like, yeah. hey, just just help out Ukraine a little bit here. Yeah. just Just... Give them some guns. Give them uh, some fighter jets. Yeah. We'll be... well, they're Everything will to, be fine.
1: They're tr- those countries are trying to invoke Article 4, which mm-hmm. is kind of a call to arms. But, if, yeah. You know, that, hey, you know, we feel like we're going to get attacked. So
0: we need you guys to have our back so we can, you know, take care yeah. of this says U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said today that the country was in talks with Poland in order to orchestrate a deal that would allow Polish fighter jets to be flown by pilots from the Ukrainian Air Force in order to combat Russian air superiority. Why does the U.S. get to say if Poland allows them to do right. that? Right, yeah. I mean, it It's got to be a NATO thing. Did we give Poland the fighter jets? That's the real question. These mates. No, I, I mean, I— It's possible. Probably says the deal would see Ukraine take Poland's 28 Russian-made MiG-29 warplanes, which would in turn be replaced by a fresh set of F-16s by there the US. You There you go. It That's it. There it is. Wow. There's the magic. That's why you read past the headline. Yes. Because then, I mean, we're not making money by going to war, but- mm-hmm. If we push them to use all of their air force mm-hmm. to fight the to give it to another country to fight the war, then we can sell our arms to their yeah. country yep. to sell to Ukraine and yeah. then we make money off a war that we don't even have to fight. Yeah. Perfect yep. sense. There there it is right there. Mr. Blinken told CBS's Face the Nation host Margaret Brennan that that gets the green light. In fact, we're talking with our Polish friends right now about what we might be able to back backfill their needs. In fact, if in fact they choose to provide these fighter jets to the Ukrainians, what can we do? How can we help make sure that they get something to backfill the planes that they're handing over to the Ukrainians? <laughs> this is so pathetic The goodness of our hearts. Yes. Wow. It comes as Russian Defense Ministry today warned countries, including NATO member Romania, against hosting Kiev's military aircraft, saying they could end up being involved in an ar- armed conflict. Defense Ministry spokesman Igor Kanashinkov, <laughs> freaking Igor, said in a video briefing that some Ukrainian it's combat— Igor. It's Igor. <laughs> said in a video brief, that some Ukrainian combat planes had redeployed to Romania and other Ukrainian neighbors he did not identify. He warned if those warplanes attack Russian forces from the territory of those nations, it could be considered as those countries' engagement in military conflict. Mr. Igor said, we know for sure that Ukrainian combat aircraft have flown to Romania and other neighboring countries. So he's saying pretty much, he's not saying if they give them aircraft he's saying ukrainian aircraft are flying into romania so if for they are
1: uh, and stuff
0: if they attack from you uh romania mm-hmm. then that's just the, they're just going to see it as romania is attacking them gotcha. so they're t- getting sucked into it says the use of the airfield network of these countries for basing ukrainian military aviation was subsequent use of force against russia's army can be regarded as the involvement of those states in the armed conflict. I, I understand that. I really yeah, do. It if, makes sense. If they're attacking Russia from Romania, yeah, then Russia has the right, I guess, to attack, Roma- like yeah. counter that and right. attack Romania. Well,
1: because they're, yeah, I mean, they're using Romania to refuel, mm. rearm, right? And then come back in. It's so not tag. It's, it's not like right. Romania's base. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're not just
0: <laughs> you're I not got, safe. Got, I was on base. Yeah. I was I was safe on right. base. I mean, so. yeah,
1: strategically you'd be like, okay, well let's go destroy their airport so mm. they'd have no place to refuel and rearm.
0: I mean it makes sense. As Donald Trump said, he's he's a really smart man. <laughs> um I mean it only makes sense yeah. to do it that it way. Does. And you can say what it, you want, oh you just want Russia to take over the world. No, I'm just saying if you're gonna attack from a certain country yeah. le- or allow a country to attack from your country right. even if even if Russia was as bad as they're saying and Russia yeah. it was unprovoked unjustified all those big words that i've seeing on every article about yeah. this unjustified unprecedented. unprovoked unprecedented um even if he, it was that bad and he was the sole instigator in this if you are allowing mm-hmm. somebody to attack from your country then you have to expect that that country is going to attack your country you just yeah you just have to so um says earlier today u.s. general mark milley uh, haven't heard that name in a while uh, i didn't even know
1: he was still a thing i could have done without earlier
0: it. earlier today u.s. army general mark milley visited a training center in Pabrade, lithuania amid the escalating crisis in ukraine ukraine fears an attack from the air May soon be the go-to choice of tactics by Russia after the ground offensive appears to be making far slower progress than the Kremlin had anticipated. The White House is now working out the practicalities of carrying out a deal, including the crucial question of how Ukrainians would physically be able to get their hands on planes. There are a number of challenging practical questions, including how the planes could actually be transferred from Poland to Ukraine. Can't they just fly their fucking planes? Right? You would think (laughs) that— You just fly them into Ukraine. Can we put them on a train and (laughs) shoot— Maybe we put the planes on a plane and fly. Them. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: You think that'd be okay?
0: We are also working on the capabilities we could provide to backfill Poland if it decides to transfer planes to Ukraine. All right, all right this just keeps going on. And yeah, all right. On. They're
1: repeating themselves now.
0: Poland, which is a member of NATO, would need to play the situation delicately and not be seen to overtly support the war <laughs> unilaterally. We made you a really big cake. What? There's planes in that cake? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Says Poland is not in a state of war with <laughs> Russia, but it is not an impartial country because it supports Ukraine as the victim of aggression. It considers, however, that all military matters must be a decision of NATO as a whole. A Polish official said. So they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're not at war with Russia, but they're not impartial. They're not—they right. they ha- clearly have a side in right. all of this. Yeah. Is what. Pol- Poland themselves are saying.
1: I, I think every country that borders Russia can can say legitimately that they're afraid they'd be next. Right?
0: Yeah. So it goes on to say, though, Polish President Duda... Duda? ...has previously previously brushed aside the entire idea, noting that supplying planes would be seen as essentially interfering in the conflict. Basically. I mean, not... Ba- it, literally, it is. Literally it is. hard yes, interfering in is. this conflict. So... Do you think we're uh, trying—so there's two things here. Maybe it's both. Do you think it's our first suggestion that maybe we're trying to instigate Russia to go further, than, like step one step further than Ukraine, maybe into Poland or Romania, and so we have precedence to
1: actually go to war
0: or legal obligation to go to war? Or do you think it's, we just want to make a buck off this, too, so by convincing them that they should sell— their plane to Ukraine and will sell mm-hmm. our planes to them, then um, in a three-way, like, trifecta right. thing here, we can somehow make some kind of profit I, off this war.
1: I think that's, I mean, that's probably partial, but I think the majority of it is that they, they want to expand it out. I mean... When you have all these bordering nations wanting to, you know, open up Article Four, and and they're all helping Ukraine, you know, you got Romania using their their little base, and then it's you almost got,
0: like they're trying to push. Well, it. that's
1: what I think. They're trying to, and that was going to be my question for you: is does it stay in Ukraine or does it expand? I
0: think they're really trying to push it out. In Russia's like, we don't want anything but Ukraine right. here. Yeah, because wasn't there an article like mid last week where they're like, Putin is a uh, I mean, they've been saying this for years, but Putin is um, wanting to reinstate the entire Soviet Union. They came out and said that again They've been this pushing week. that for—yeah. But it, it, they released a statement, I guess, again, or a a suggestion yeah. that, again, that that's, that's his right. end, end goal is to reinstate all yeah. of and, former and I, I don't, Soviet Union. I don't think that's his goal at all. I don't think so. I think he's just like, guys, I just want yeah Ukraine. Right. I, I want to make a statement here in Ukraine that I've been trying to say— all this time. So I I said I was going to do it and I did it. I am a man of my word. Yeah. So and they're like, No, no, you really want to attack yeah. Poland too. No, I don't. But, but what but if we re- send planes <laughs> yeah, yeah, from Poland? Would you want them then? <laughs> Well, if you do that, then they're at war with us too. Okay, uh, you guys should send planes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> but we'll get you some more so you can fight Russia. And I mean, we'll just get you more in case, <laughs> just just to back just to backfill yeah, the yeah. planes that you lost yeah, in the right. war. It's not like
1: you'll need them. <laughs> <laughs> I had seen a meme uh, earlier today, and it was um, I, I doubt this was really from someone from Germany, but they had said, uh, "So let me get this straight: you want us to build a really big army and march through Poland to go fight Russia?" Huh, this seems familiar. <laughs> Sounds really familiar,
0: yes. So, on the same topic of expanding this war, stupidly expanding this war, Yes. Mike Pompeo came out this week and said that the U.S. should formally recognize Taiwan as a country. Oh, God. <laughs> we did a whole episode on how the U.S. cannot, because yeah. of certain treaties with China, cannot... Formerly recognized Taiwan as a country. Yeah,
1: and we were talking the other night. We were like, okay, you know, is this Taiwan going to be a thing during the Ukraine, or are they going to wait till after?
0: I think strategically, they want it to happen during it. Just I would think so too. They want to pull China into it, and because they, I mean, how many predictions? I mean, we even predicted if Russia goes to war, China's going to back Russia. China's all this time been like, we don't want anything to do with this, and China's even kind of put their own sanctions minimal right. sanctions yeah. on. I mean they did come out this week and say that uh the US and and the EU were to blame for all this right. shit and NATO and the UN were to blame for all this shit. Yeah. But they're also like saying I I we don't I want, don't want I don't want to yeah. fuck with this. We don't want anything to do with yeah. this. That's that's Russia that. Yeah. And I I think it was uh the Chinese uh, Chinese diplomat or the Chinese president on some phone call this week said straight up said China is not the Russia Ukraine situation here. Yeah. He's basically saying we're not we're not planning what Russia plant did right. to Ukraine. So stop stop throwing all the shit out yeah. there. But then Mike Pompeo comes out two days ago and says, you know, would be a good idea right now with all this turmoil mm-hmm. going on is if we formally recognize Taiwan as a country. Yeah. Right. And I'm not saying that China's on the right at all in this because no. we did yeah. several episodes on how shitty China is yeah. and how we've kind of just been like sweeping that under the yeah. rug, especially under the Biden administration. Right.
1: Well. But why now? <laughs> well, exactly. And I had read to you right before we went on the air about how Ukraine is actually a major trading partner with China, mm-hmm. which makes me think that Putin would have had to ask China if it was OK to.
0: That is interesting. Commit an
1: action on
0: Ukraine that before is they actually did it. Yeah. So this one is from MSN.com. It says the U.S. US should formally recognize Taiwan as a country to stop China's Ego-maniacal, egomaniacal president Xi seizing it after Beijing's brutally successful takeover of Hong Kong, says Mike Pompeo. Is he even a thing anymore? I didn't think so. I don't think he is either. Let me find the article because there's a oh, shit ton of ads. Holy shit. Where's there the article? Is an article? It can't be all. I can't think it? that's it. That's all well, it says. <laughs> I'm going to find an <laughs> actual article <laughs> because.
1: Well, but I mean what the fuck? How, how, is it a video? It's a video.
0: Oh, I don't want to watch a video. Yeah. But I'll find the article. I mean,
1: how you know, strategically, if China wanted to take some pressure off of Russia, yeah, they would make a move on Taiwan, force the United States into a two pronged thing. <laughs> that sounds like a mess that we
0: should run from. We should like, run fucking from. run the other direction. But how often do we do the smart thing? Not <laughs> often, that's why we're in the mess we are all the time, constantly. All right. So this is from Reuters. It says, in Taipei, March 4th, the United States should formally recognize Taiwan as a country, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said on Friday during a speech in Taipei, drawing a stern rebuke from China for his babbling nonsense. (laughs) I would say the same thing. Shut your damn mouth. Was he Trump's? Secretary of State Obama's, Obama's, yeah. Yeah. The U.S. government should immediately take necessary and long overdue steps to do the right and obvious thing—that is to offer the Republic of China, Taiwan, America's diplomatic recognition as a free and sovereign country. Pompeo said in a speech organized by a Taiwan think tank, and we know we love how the think tanks work. Yeah, Washington ended. Formal diplomatic relations with Taiwan in '79 when it recognized the People's Republic of China. We talked about that. Go back and listen to all these episodes. My bad. It's Trump. it's Trump. It's Trump. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, I mean, he doesn't really have a hand in all this, but no. still, he's a former U.S. diplomat. Yeah, and he's out spouting off his gums. Right, and, he needs to shut his mouth. Yeah. Do you think China looks at that and they're like, "Oh, he's just a uh, Trump's guy. He was, he's no- nothing." They might.
1: They might because they, you know, how they felt
0: about Trump. Yeah. Says why while Taiwan's official name is the Republic of China, politicians often add Taiwan in their public comments. While the U.S. should continue to engage with the People's Republic of China as a sovereign government, America's diplomatic recognition of the 23 million freedom-loving Taiwanese people... <laughs> is that not the most American thing you've that heard? Very much so, yes. 23 million freedom-loving Taiwanese ta- Taiwanese people you got to get the George W. Bush if you're going to say freedom-loving in in your your statement. And its legal democratically elected government can no longer be ignored, avoided, or treated as secondaries, Pompeo said. The comments by Pompeo Pompeo considered a possible contender for the Republican presidential nomination. What? I was not aware of that. Nobody wants him. In 24... (laughs) Cross a sensitive red line for China, which claims Taiwan as its own territory and has never renounced the use of force to bring it under Chinese control. Pompeo is a former politician whose credibility has long gone bankrupt. <laughs> Such a person's babbling nonsense will have no success, said Chinese foreign ministry spokesperson Wang Wenbin. There you go. China says Taiwan is the most important and sensitive issue in its relations with Washington. So, so we get this former guy. Yes. Former Trump guy um out there babbling nonsense like he- well, if he's wanting to run for president that explains why yeah, he's babbling yeah that nonsense. would make sense yeah. yeah says the biden administration has declined to comment on pompeo's visit to taipei and a spokesperson for the state department asked to comment on his call for Washington to recognize Taiwan replied, as a general practice, we do not comment on the travel or comments of our private citizens. So they're just like, I ain't so touching that. We, we don't even know this dude. <laughs> Who's that guy? Yeah, exactly. Fuck him. <laughs> China placed sanctions on P- Pompeo when he left office at the end of the Trump presidency last year. How do, they, how do you place sanctions on one person? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Angered by his repeated criticism of the country, especially its ruling Communist Party, and support for chinese claim Taiwan. He met Taiwan President Zhang Ing wen on Thursday, who bestowed a presidential honor on him. China put sanctions on lying and cheating Pompeo and 27 other top Trump era officials. As this is one chi- of those
1: things where they like call a takeout and they're like, "In the name, Pompeo? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm sorry, no, we no, can't no. deliver it to you.
0: <laughs> no Chinese food for you." <laughs> Trump's administration gave strong backing to Taiwan despite the lack of formal diplomatic ties, including high-profile arms sales and visits by top U.S. officials to Taipei. So we don't need to keep going on. Yeah. It. We've you, talked you about this. this. Like, l- legally, we're not even allowed to say Taiwan is right. a country based yeah. on certain treaties. Just we're look not- at
1: them through the Olympics.
0: Yeah. Right? Right. Right. Um, So now Pompeo, who has sanctions on him, I'm surprised he didn't. (laughs) If that is controlled by China, I'm surprised he didn't get arrested in in Taiwan or worse. So, I do you think that goes anywhere? It seems like even China's like, who is this?
1: Except for you know, if he is indeed seeking the presidential nominee, that's probably going to be his his line in the sand. That's going to be his platform. His
0: bread and butter is going to be, um, which
1: would be interesting if Trump runs too. And Pompeo be. runs. I I just don't see I don't see how that would work unless he's going for vice president. I don't see
0: Pompeo having a a chance either.
1: Way. I don't either. He like he, yeah. I don't feel like he has any relevance right now.
0: So, speaking of relevance, it's time to talk about the State of the Union address. Oh, we got yes. like fifteen minutes or so left, so we can't not cover this yes. State of the Nonsense address. Yes, we we all lost a couple IQ points after this one. Did you watch it? I did. I did. Oh my God. Yeah, I think I was texting you in the middle of it. I was like, I I sent you a couple. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) The whole thing was just. It was so fucking ridiculous. It was so. It was so like backsided from what I would expect a Democratic president to to come out with.
1: Very pandering.
0: It almost sounded. Like he was taking talking points from Donald Trump really a lot did. of the time, yeah. And it's interesting to me how one person can say something two years ago and be like booed off the stage, called mm-hmm. a racist, called a bigot, called whatever, uh, a Nazi, a fascist, yeah. And then two years later, this the other guy from the other side gets on the stage and says the same rhetoric, and everybody's like, gets a standing yeah, ovation. You know, that's 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 fantastic." Yeah. Hey, let's talk about the standing ovation first which one Pelosi's all of them I love
1: the Pelosi one I thought she was going to like throw that 13 year old kid in the oven and eat him I I didn't see that one <laughs> she
0: I, literally I, did this holy shit <laughs> yes she did the evil like yes the, the finger tap you, your video froze on the finger tap for oh. a second there it was it was quite impressive um, <laughs> I was just afraid she was going to lose her teeth when she was announcing the president I was just like man if her teeth pop oh out gosh, I am I'd done lose my shit I am fucking done um No, all the ovations there makes me ask the question, do standing ovations mean anything anymore? No, no. Because it was like everything he said was like, oh, stand up and applaud. And and half of the shit, it was just like, okay, Joe. Read as fast as you can, because yeah. then maybe people won't understand the bullshit that's coming out of your mouth. Because yeah. it was like, yeah. and we're going to get it done. And it was like standing ovation. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's right. just like everybody's sucking his dick yeah. so hard that yeah. they got to like, do standing ovation. And he had
1: a couple of flubs in there that people still stood up and cheered. <laughs> like, there was one time he said they were going to rescue the Iranian people. And, and you could see Kamal in the background and be like, Ukrainian. And, and everybody's like,
0: yeah. Like just clap. Just <laughs> yeah, just clap. Yeah, they just have clap. like applause. Yeah. Right, like exactly. at the um the li- taped live yeah. T V shows yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Um But I <laughs> I had mentioned on Twitter I was like I was like, those standing ovations, um, there was more sitting and standing than a Catholic wedding. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's just like, yeah. man, they're getting a freaking workout with all right? the sitting and standing going on. Yeah. So I've got a recap from Nation er what is that? Nation Nadia National, so- oh review dot com. Yeah, NatLawReview dot com or something. I don't know. It's the National Law Review. So it's NatLawReview dot com. Yeah. It says a recap of President Joe Biden's State of the Union address. I don't know why your video is all screwy right now, but I don't
1: know either. It I'm keeps glitching.
0: Really. Tuesday night, President Joe Biden spoke to Congress in his first State of the Union address in an hour long speech, which is I mean, that's that was that's impressive for Biden. Yeah. Uh, President Biden covered a variety of topics uh, and urged Congress to pass numerous pieces of legislation. Biden's agenda looked significantly different from his address to Congress in April of twenty twenty one. Urging bipartisanship, Biden pushed an agenda that appealed to Democrats and Republicans. A multitude of topics received bipartisan applause, including support for Ukraine, the implementation of the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, and various healthcare and business proposals. That's how you know Republicans have joined forces. Oh, yeah. If they're getting, ooh, a bipartisan applaud from both Democrats yeah. and Republicans alike for the Infrastructure Act. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many Republicans raved against the Infrastructure well, Act for months? I, months? I, I,
1: I think that it's a little bit deceiving because there's things he mentioned that sound really good, mm-hmm. except for the fact that it's in the infrastructure bill, right? It's like you have to vote for the whole thing if you want these couple things.
0: And that's and that's what I've said, like I follow Biden on Twitter and obviously he's not the one tweeting this shit out, right, but yeah. he'll come out and be like, uh, U.S. American citizens should not be without uh, clean water. There's no reason this, like, the best country in the world should have millions of citizens going without clean water. So support my infrastructure bill, and we'll, we'll take care of that. And I always comment on every one of those posts. I'm like... Why are you holding these hostage? Right. If, if that is really important to you, yeah. sign a law that says we're going to clean up the water without holding it hostage in your 2,400-page yeah. infrastructure right. bill that has all this other pork and bullshit in it. Right. Uh, Dangling that like a carrot yeah. in front of the people. It's like, oh, do you want clean water? You better vote for the rest yeah. of this shit or you don't get clean water. Right, exactly. And I, I've said this for a year now since this whole thing started coming out. You want to know the stuff that's least important to them it's the stuff that they hold out as a carrot mm-hmm. to you because that's the stuff they're like you yeah. don't want this all right fine throw that out the yeah. window this is this is what they are willing to throw out right. if, if you don't support yeah. and clean water being one of them so yeah. it always pisses me off when he gets up on stage and he's like we're gonna clean up the water with my infrastructure bill it's like why don't you just yeah. fucking clean up the right, water exactly just pass I mean, a bill to what clean a few water. million dollars right. you could clean up flint michigan's water or, right. or whatever and it's just like if you really want to do that, like attack those like narrow it down and pinpoint yeah. those things instead of saying, We're gonna lump this all together in one thing. Yeah. And if you don't vote for the one the the big massive spending bill, then sorry, sucks for your clean right. water. Yeah. So let's continue. Uh, Talking about the conflict in Ukraine, says to begin the speech, Biden covered the current conflict in Ukraine. To back up his support for the Ukrainian regime, Biden highlighted the economic sanctions that the U.S. and its allies have enacted towards Russian banks and oligarchs. And that that I laughed literally out loud. I lol'd for sure when he's just like, (laughs) and uh, we're gonna we're gonna go after the Russian oligarchs. uh, What I'm just like, you're part of an oligarch family right yeah, <laughs> like you have right. financial gain from ukrainian conflict yeah the chinese conflicts and things and it's just like you are the definition of yeah. an oligarch oh, absolutely and all, all the people that support this war in ukraine it always makes me laugh when they're like hey, we're gonna go after the olig- oligarchs it's like the people that are pushing us into this are the oligarchs are oligarchs yeah maybe not russian ones but they are yeah Biden announced that the U.S. would join the European U- Union in closing off American airspace to all Russian flights. Biden stated that he would work to ease the potential ramifications that economic sanctions can have on the American people. That is bullshit. Yeah, because the second that they announced Russia attacked Ukraine, gas prices went up thirty cents. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, it's like how does that work? I know that's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Like how is gas price affected? Like yeah, that on the spot. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. It was interesting because we have a friend that works at a gas station. And it's like, I had just read that Russia had invaded Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And she texted out, it's like, gas prices went up 30 cents in the last yeah. 20 minutes. It was just like, <sighs> Are you fucking kidding me? That was fast. That was fast. All right. It goes on to say Biden stated that he would work to ease the potential ramification of economic sanctions on American people. Noting that the U.S. and its allies have worked to release 16 million barrels of oil around the world and 30 million barrels from U.S. strategic petroleum reserves. That's probably but like none a, of them
1: went to the United States. Prob- <laughs> probably
0: not, and it probably would maybe suffice like two days of right, yeah, exactly. oil in yeah. the United States. But yeah, what he doesn't say is that the oil
1: went to everybody but the United States.
0: Yeah. Biden then transitioned to COVID nineteen recovery. This was the oh, fun part. Oh, I hated this part. He, he went into like. Guys, we beat COVID. Woo! Yeah, We we beat it. Yeah, It's over. Even though the the announcer was like, oh, this is going to be a victory lap for Joe Biden. I'm like, oh, fuck that. (laughs) Right. Biden highlighted the key aspect of the American Rescue Plan and pushed back against the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act from the Trump administration. I'm not sure what that has to do with COVID. Biden touted the growth of the economy and low unemployment while also stating COVID-19 no longer needs to control the lives of Americans. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. President. Yeah. For for clearing that up, for giving us permission to not allow COVID to control lives of Americans. Right. I mean, he said it, so anything mm-hmm. else that comes out, as far as, like, vax mandates and shit, yeah. the president but, said... But he, he's
1: blaming, like, inflation and everything on on COVID still. You yeah, know? And absolutely. Then, but then coming back and saying, but, but, you know, but now we don't need to let it control our lives yeah. because we beat it.
0: <laughs> right. And then touting all the... Record growth in the economy. Uh, it's like no, we are climbing back to the yeah. pre-COVID levels. Yeah, I mean that's not that's not growing. That's just recovering. Yeah. Is all I mean record recovery, maybe, but record growing. I wouldn't yeah. say. No. Later on in a speech, Biden rolled out a new program, the Test to Treat Initiative, stating that those that test positive for COVID at a pharmacy can begin to receive antiviral pills immediately. Thanks. <laughs> Why weren't we allowed to receive those antiviral pills before? Yeah, well they needed everybody vaccinated. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, gotcha. So here's some here's the Trump part. The part that sounded a lot like Trump. One of them Okay. Biden highlighted the enactment of the Bipartisan Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, noting various goals that his administration outlined. Specifically, Biden spoke about installing 500,000 electric vehicle charging stations across the country, replacing lead pipes, and increasing broadband access. While speaking of infrastructure projects, Biden stated he would remain steadfast towards making products in America.
1: Yes, he pushed that a lot, and that really surprised me. That yeah, he'd...
0: like uh, every we we gotta be building thing. We gotta build up production in America. Mm-hmm. We gotta American made is the yeah yeah all short all but yeah didn't say. We gotta make America great again. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, right.
1: Said. And I mean, even everybody in the in the crowd was chanting "USA." Yeah,
0: that was bizarre to me. Too. Yeah, I, I know. Like, I'm
1: like, what? What are we
0: at a fucking Trump rally right yeah, now? Yeah, no.
1: It was during that. there was that part that I I was like, what the fuck? Because he's talking about inflation, mm-hmm. and he's talking about how to solve inflation is to not lower wages, but to lower your prices.
0: Yes, and people are just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I'm like, okay. that doesn't solve inflation. That solves maybe, like, prices not being so high, but not inflation. Right. That is, like, low, or companies raising their prices is not inflation. Right. Inflation is caused by the devalue of the dollar. Yes. Which causes spending power to go down. Yeah. The, the, The dollar spending power to go down, and therefore, things cost more. Yeah. Not because companies are raising their prices. Right. That's not, I he doesn't even fucking understand. Yeah. I, how do you stand up and talk about economics and not have a fucking clue but about see, economics?
1: I, he, he understands, but he's counting on the American people to not understand. He's putting that on the corporations.
0: And yeah, saying, that was the interesting part. It was just basically blaming the corporations on yeah. it. It's just like, well, you guys are the ones fucking raising your prices. Yeah. Bring your prices yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's that's, that easy. And then he was like, f- I think it was like 40% of inflation was caused by the automobile industry. You're right? Yeah, right. He's like, where the hell did that come yeah, from? Yeah, exactly. So like these automobile companies are raising their prices, and that's caused 40% of the inflation. Yeah. 40% of the inflation yeah. just from the automobile industry. Yeah. And that was just probably a targeted attack uh, because he wants to do oh. his electric vehicle shit. Oh, no, so. absolutely.
1: Which, I mean- and that, that's a whole different show, mm-hmm. the electric vehicles. But then he calls out the 13-year-old kid Yeah, you know, I, I must diabetes. have missed that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the, there was... And talked about how insulin should be cheap, a lot cheaper. Yeah, it was child. like put a sure cap on
0: $35 a month on yeah. insulin, which, okay, whatever. Which is great. Sure. But again,
1: that's something that's going to go into his bill mm-hmm. that won't get passed unless everything else is passed.
0: You know, it's, it's always funny to me when the president's like, and I spoke with... Johnny's mom yesterday on the, yeah. Like, I, I invited her. We had dinner together. It's just yeah. like they act like they're normal people. Yeah. And it's just like, I know. And Johnny's mom's probably sitting out there. She's like, oh my gosh, he's got like this yeah. heart of gold. And it's just like, you realize that you're just a fucking pawn. Yeah. Right. You're exactly. just a chess piece yeah. in this game. You're just, you're, you're a cockroach to him. Yeah. He doesn't fucking care about you. He doesn't about care you. about Johnny. He doesn't you, care about his diabetes. It's like Joe the plumber. Back yeah. In the day. Right. It's right. like, um was it Trump that touted Joe that, the plumber oh all the all the republicans did uh yeah and it's just like man joe the plumber Yeah, he's a great guy yeah. this joe the plumber he, guy has is, his own podcast now yeah and, and joe the plumber's like oh they're they're great people no they just want to yeah. use you as a political right. yeah it's Cheskies. like the M- mccloskey's right <laughs> why anybody
1: want to use them i don't uh, know
0: why'd you have to bring the <laughs> name up <laughs> sorry but my, my i loved every time he wanted to make point folks 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 <laughs> yeah every i mean if you took a a shot every time he said yeah. the word folks We'd all be dead. We'd all be <laughs> yeah, fucking <we> dead. <laughs> Biden then moved on to competition legislation. Congress has passed the COMPETES Act. Competes. I mean, that, that's got to be an acronym because it's all caps. I want to <laughs> know oh, what that yeah. acronym is because we have acronym Joe that yeah, right. makes it all the best Sits back acronyms. in the basement and is like... Yes. Um, the COMPETES Act in the U.S. Innovation and Com- Competition Act... However, neither have been sent to the president's desk. Biden rebranded the competition legislation as the Bipartisan Innovation Act. Pushing for increased domestic manufacturing, Biden highlighted Intel's new investment into a 20 billion semiconductor mega site in Columbus, Ohio. It's like, why weren't you making your own semiconductor or producing your own yeah. semiconductors to begin with right. instead of relying on Taiwan and China, right. and getting us in into- the position we've been in right. this this last year when it comes to uh electronics because of semiconductors. Biden uh Biden stated the site would include up to eight manufacturing factories and 10,000 new jobs. until CEO Pat Gellenser was in attendance. Of course he was. Continuing on increasing domestic manufacturing, Biden highlighted Projects by Ford to invest 11 billion to build electric vehicles. Nobody wants fucking electric no, vehicles. I don't want electric. I like my truck. <laughs> I do. And to invest 7 billion into building electric vehicles, both projects are to create 15,000 new jobs across the country. Oh, 15,000? Yeah. Wow, what percentage of the population is not that? Not a, not, not a lot, actually. <laughs> Biden said it's time to bury the label "the Rust Belt" in Ohio. Biden uh, utilized the competition legislation as a means to fight inflation on the domestic front, stating the pandemic caused adverse conditions that depressed manufacturing. Biden invoked increasing prices for automobiles as an example of why there is a need for competition legislation. He implored American businesses to lower your costs, not wages, and make more cars and semiconductors in America. First of all, making more cars and semiconductors in America is not going to lower the cost of the automobile. The reason why we produce these things in other countries is because it lowers production cost down Union. to a stupid level. Union people. Yes.
1: Yeah, you see what happened to Detroit? That's right. why we don't build cars in the America <laughs> yeah. anymore.
0: Yeah, look at Detroit. It's flourishing right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then it went into health care and taxes. Uh we can't talk about all this. We're running out of time. Yeah. Don't forget the Unity agenda oh i missed that one following a discussion on his crime agenda the nomination of judge katanji brown jackson to the supreme court and voting right legislation biden finished his speech on a bipartisan note proposing a unity agenda so they're going to gloss over the fact they're not even going to mention the fact that biden was like we don't want to defund the police we need to fund the police it's like what? Yeah, um, BLM's like motherfucker. <laughs> he, I, I imagine like AOC's in the background, just like oh, are you fucking kidding yeah. me. And the squads over there, like, oh, we're gonna get him. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna get him so good. AOC's
1: like, it's just because he wants to date me,
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably. So yeah, when he said that, I was just like, I can't believe he came out and actually yeah. publicly said I, that. Yeah, I I believe that he's just like, eh, let's 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 not talk about defunding the police, but for him to actually come out and be like, no, we don't want to defund the yeah. police. We want to actually fund the police yeah. and. It's just, like, whoa, we got you in... Remember the 80 million voters? Right. Yeah, exactly. Some of those came from us people that yeah. were chanting defund the police forever. I mean, Kamala Harris was bailing out yeah. BLM protesters right. during the campaign, Yeah, getting them on her side and shit. So yeah. now... They're flipping completely on that stance, mm-hmm. saying, no, we want to fund the—actually, we want to fund the police. Yeah. Everything that uh, the whole Democrat platform was, I didn't say that. I never yeah. said defund the police. So so you can't call me a liar yeah. on this. The, the next seven months are going to be extremely interesting, Oh yeah. up to the midterm elections. It's going to be so interesting. I'm surprised we haven't heard, seen in the headlines the outrage over oh, I, specific yeah. comments like that. Yeah, me too. I've seen more from the right laughing at him for his flip-flopping on yeah. certain issues, but I haven't seen anything from the left being like, "Dude, what the hell is he talking I, I about?
1: I saw MSNBC said something about how uh, how the Republicans just want to take us backwards, and Biden's trying to bring us into the future.
0: By saying the same shit <laughs> the Republicans were saying two years ago? Yes. How? I, how is he doing that? I, it's, it's like they are trying— to bridge the gap between Biden and fellow left wing Democrats. Yeah. They're like, no, he's really not as bad as he seems yeah. to be on paper. Yeah. I mean, he seems like he's quoting and plagiarizing Donald Trump right now. Right. But it's he's not what he's actually saying. Yeah. Um he, he's trying to uh take possession of that language and take it back for us people. Yeah. Take it take the hateful language and make it ours. I I don't know, something like that. So, this, like I said, this article glossed over that completely, yeah. just saying, following discussion on his crime agenda, it doesn't say anything yeah. about that. It says, uh, proposing a unity agenda, Biden called on Congress to ramp up the fight against the opioid epidemic, for Congress to pass mental health package for more support for veterans returning from Iraq and Afghanistan, and rolled out the Cancer Moonshot Program. Oh, there it is. That was my favorite part of the whole speech. Yeah was when Biden's like, you know what, it's long overdue, we're going to take on cancer. We're finally, I mean, it's been decades, uh, like almost a century since we figured out what cancer was, and it's it's past time that we decide we're going to win cancer. We're going to win against cancer. I am declaring a war on cancer. It's like, well, what the fuck are you even doing? For the know, last seventy-five yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, we're gonna we're gonna ramp up federal spending. And she's like there it is, yeah, right there, yep, federal spending. Yep. and We're another gonna money create pit. a couple more
1: uh, um, think tanks think and tanks and uh, and a, and
0: a, a, a task force, and, task force, and, yeah. and committees to run yeah. those task forces. Yeah. And we're going to beat cancer. And as you know we that's know it. one
1: thing when he was taking his victory lap about beating COVID, there was no Dr. Fauci
0: there. Yes, cuz Dr. I, I mean, Fauci has been pushed off the yes. world stage. I am positive of it. Oh, he's got to because they flipped on everything.
1: Yes. Cuz he was there he was there last year. Yeah. You know, when they were talking about it and you know, he's like, "Hey, Dr. Fauci's
0: fighting the good fight." And everything. That's cuz politics are coming up and they're like, "Guys, we got to yeah. we got to lighten up on this stuff." And yeah. Fauci's still holding strong to it. He's just like, yeah. "No, we got to keep yeah. up masking, we got to keep up vaccine." And they're like, "You know, uh, yeah. Tony, you, just go sit over there. Yeah. Tony, you, baby. You got to you got to tone that down a bit. Yeah. You've had your your chance. Yeah. You've had your time. It's time right. to just just sit down. Go yeah. take your mega $450,000 retirement package. Yeah, just, exactly. just go live in the Hamptons go, go back somewhere. to fighting AIDS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to take on cancer. Maybe <laughs> Fauci's going to take on Right. He's going to get promoted to Cancer Czar <laughs> now. Oh god, I can see that. <laughs> this ends up it says uh Biden finishes his speech reporting that the State of the Union was strong and called on Congress to pass his agenda. A complete transcript of the speech is available here. So he called the State of the Union strong. Yes. After saying, talking about inflation, talking yeah. about uh, the pandemic, talking about, but yeah. the but State of the Union yeah. is strong.
1: He's got it in that way. But, but my favorite thing, though, is how he actually ended the speech when he said, let's go get
0: them. I was going <laughs> to say that. That was my favorite. It's like. God bless America. God bless our troops. Let's go get them. It's like <laughs> I was waiting for everybody to stand up and
1: rush out and be like, "Damn, who are they going to get?" <laughs> That's what
0: I, my, I actually said out loud, like, "Go yeah. get who?"
1: He <laughs> sent me the message. They're like, "Who are they going to get?"
0: What are, what the fuck are you talking about? So this one finishes up. It says, "Now that Congress has its marching orders, March is shaping up to be a busy month in Washington." Ooh. Congress has their marching orders of well, let's go get them. <laughs> Probably cancer, I guess. Yeah, I guess
1: cancer would be. Yeah, him. let's yeah.
0: go get cancer. <laughs> so, what'd you think of that whole thing?
1: It, it was a bunch of bullshit, man. I, I don't believe half the shit he was talking. Yeah. I really don't. So, I, I just think he's he's his big thing <laughs> is he he's pushing that, that his agenda, his Build Back Better agenda. And, and, and I noticed he stayed away from that phrase. I was going to say,
0: he yeah, yeah he didn't he, mention He, did build say, back gen- he said uh, that
1: uh, building. America better is what he said, but he did not say build back better.
0: Maybe him and Trump are teaming up as a super candidate, <laughs> and it, the new slogan is going to be um, make America build back better again. <laughs> build back better greatly again. That's not going to fit on my hat. <laughs> <laughs> What would the acronym of that be? (laughs) I I don't even try want to try to figure that out. Apparently, according to NPR, though, Biden got a bounce in his polling after the State of the Union.
1: I'm sure there's somebody out, a couple people out
0: there who's like, yes, that's the guy we want for president. After what's been a bleak several months politically for Biden, a new NPR PBS NewsHour Morris survey finds he is seeing a significant boost in his approval rating across the board following his State of the Union address and Russia's invasion so of Ukraine. They pulled people who listen to NPR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and PBS. Right. This is an unusual bounce, said Lee Mirigno. Director of Marist Institute for Public Opinion, which conducted the poll. It gets him back to where he was pre Afghanistan. Bullshit. (laughs) Overall approval rating jumped to 47%, up eight points from the poll last month. Just from that State of the Union address, that was that big of a thing that everybody's like, whoa, maybe he's a better president than we thought. I mean, he sure did fuck up Afghanistan. (sighs) Yeah. But man, the speech. Right. I mean,. Not only did we beat COVID nineteen, yeah. not only are we standing up to the evil of Vladimir Putin, yeah, Biden's flashing his balls all over the world, which I I have yet to see, <laughs> like Putin being affected. I mean, yes, yeah. uh, uh, all these sanctions, I guess, would be yeah. him like showing his big manly balls right. to to Putin, but again, um. Wait till this gets completely fucked before you before you go and make um, decisions about whether uh, Biden is success, successful or not in all of this, because we saw what happened in Afghanistan. Um, Biden's not great at uh, playing things out. Right. He's great. He, He might be okay. He might have enough people around him for like making a move now. But the end game isn't his strong suit. No, no. Looking at Afghanistan specifically, Um, so they look at this and and they just hear all the bullshit, I guess, and then they're like, "Wow, you know, maybe I had it all wrong. Maybe, maybe uh, Putin, maybe Biden is really a great president." Right. You know what? I'm changing my vote. (laughs) He is a good president. I like this guy. I mean, he he wants to fucking cure cancer. I mean, how can can I go bad with that? Yeah. How how can I say he's a, a a I mean, if a president were to come out and say, we don't want to cure cancer, then yes, I would say he was a bad president. <laughs> so if he comes out and says, we're going to cure cancer, then that yeah. must make him a good president. Absolutely. Absolutely. How much of a joke was that? That that just highlighted how much of a joke this yeah. whole fucking State of the Union address was when he came right. out and his claim to fame was, we're going to take on cancer. It's just like, right. Really? <laughs> yeah. Re- really? That's... That's yeah I mean you're spending a significant amount of time in this right now to take on cancer, yeah right, okay, cool, even if you did want to uh boost boost a little bit of financing and finding a cure for cancer, is that really something that needs to be touted on right as at a state of the union address, yeah, I mean if it was if it's like a new disease like aids when when they started pumping money into aids in the 80s mm. that was a relatively new right. thing yeah. like, they're like oh guys we got to we got to figure this shit out now and then covid happened and they're like oh guys we got to figure this shit out now cancer has been a known thing yeah. at least since yeah like the 30s and 40s yeah and they've just been like well you know what
1: do you do and doing?
0: now to come out and be like guys we should find a solution to this and yeah. just like what were you doing all this time yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, it just it's a uh, joke. Uh, it it's is. Joke. And it's like, you know, there's so many things they could focus on. It, it, but you know, again, this is all gonna be, come back to things where you're gonna have to pass these bigger, nasty ass bills to mm-hmm. get the things that you want.
0: Just money pits. Money pit oh, after that's money it. pit. Yeah. So here's some of the breakdown of his increase in polls. His handling of Ukraine is up eighteen points to fifty two percent. So people approve the way he's handling Ukraine. His handling now. Of the coronavirus, because remember, his polling was down Mm. for the handling of the coronavirus a a few months ago. It's up eight points to 55% now because they are doing what we said to Mm. begin with, stopping all the stupid bullshit and getting back to normal. I mean, what was it, two, three months ago, he was calling for the dark winter and stuff. And I mean, he was pushing for vaccine mandates and Mm -hmm. pushing for... uh masks, at least at the federal level. Right. And now he's like, you know what, guys? Enough is enough. Let's take this shit off. Let's be done. Right. And the, people are like, wow, he's really handling this in right. a positive way. Yeah. I mean, no, he he just went with yeah. what we told him to do to begin with. Right? Yeah. Right. It, it's so funny how people's mushy brains can just flip on a dime like, mm-hmm. wow, wow, he's yeah. doing a really good job. Yeah. He comes out and says, well, we beat COVID. And they're like, wow, he did, wow, didn't he, he? I mean-
1: We can take our mask
0: off, guys. (laughs) Yes. His economic handling is up eight points. That's bullshit. To 45%, probably because he's like, you know, it's not my fault. It's the big bad corporations fault. Which part of it, I'm sure, is like big bad corporations are big bad corporations. But but they're in their pockets of the politicians.
1: Exactly. And they're the ones that help manipulate the markets. So it's like,
0: yeah, okay. (sighs) That's about all I got for this episode. Did we have anything? I mean, we're well over our hour. Yeah. Uh,
1: No, I, you know, it's uh, like I said, I'll be curious to see how the next eight months go with what what they try to get done, you know, before the midterms to try to convince
0: people to keep Democrats in office. Right. Forgot to mention, there is a truck convoy in Washington. Yes. Right now. Yes. The reason why I forgot to mention it is because it's really not that big of a deal. Right. It's like they should have done this a month ago because they're out there protesting covid restrictions at the same time that the politicians are dropping covid restrictions
1: six months ago
0: they're driving around in circles i mean if they wanted to make a statement similar to canada they should have done it when canada did theirs yes and had like a united front across the board like we're tired of this shit and a month ago when canada was doing it we still were Certain states, specifically, and at the federal level, we're still pretty strict on COVID restrictions. So that would have been the time to do it now. And the whole thing was they were waiting for the State of the Union address, I thought. yeah, But they're just getting there now from what it seems like. And they're just driving circles around the Capitol, causing congestion, honking their horns, and all that shit. Thank God we don't live in D.C. It's not really news, I don't think. It's not even worth really... Going into yeah, too much it, detail. It, yeah,
1: it's, it's nowhere near the relevance of Canada or all, even Australia's. I mean, it, it they again, you, they waited too long. It's like you missed the mark. You missed, yeah, exactly. You missed the moment there.
0: Yeah. So uh, last light note to mention before we get out of here is Bill Gates' wife has come out and called Bill's work with Jeffrey Epstein abhorrent.
1: She threw him under the bus, didn't she? She,
0: she did. She came out just this week and just kind of slammed him for his relation with Jeffrey Epstein. She's like, I did not like he had meetings with Jeffrey Epstein. I made it clear to him. Uh exact it says French Gates adding that she only met exactly one time because she her wanted to see who the man was. Yeah, French Gates. Fr- uh Melinda French Gates her oh, gotcha, gotcha. her maiden okay, name is French. Gotcha. She's like, I regretted it the second I walked in the door. He was abhorrent. He was Evil personified. My heart breaks for these women. That's how I felt. And I am an older woman. He was awful. Why is she coming out and saying this now? Right. Yeah. Like exactly. Months after their divorce.
1: Yeah. Where has she been for the last couple of years?
0: Well, it, it seems like some of these people are falling from grace.
1: Yeah, but it's like as soon as Epstein had gotten arrested, or or even was, you know, after a suicide. Yeah. You know, Why wouldn't she have come out then and be right. like, "Well, you know, Bill's Bill worked with him, and God, I hated it."
0: Well, it's just interesting. Fauci was on the world stage, and Bill Gates equally was on the world stage That's with true. COVID. Now that those things are going by the wayside, it's like Fauci's needed. kind of sidelined, and Bill Gates is getting um, yeah. his name drugged through the mud by his wife. And yeah. it's just like, um, their time has come and gone, it yeah. seems like. So, right,
1: so there's no use for him. There's no more protection.
0: Yeah, so... I don't know. I'll, I'll keep it's an eye on that one. Um, I just thought it was interesting. She came out just this week, and not like after the divorce. She mm-hmm. didn't really make too much of a statement right. immediately following the divorce, yeah. but now she decides to come out. This she, week. she got her money. She <laughs> probably she's got a book deal out of it. Yeah. That's all we got for this week. It was an interesting week. It was. This one's long because a lot happened this week, so yeah. we had to cover a lot we of did. shit.
1: So you really <laughs> wanted us to cover the State of the Union?
0: Yes, definitely. We we couldn't go away without covering that yes. circus. Uh, make sure you come back tomorrow night for our live stream, our main event, because it's going to be, it's going to be fun as always. We always have a good time on that live stream and we, we like mass, massive audience participation, max audience participation. So, uh, show up for that. Participate in the comments. We try to get back and forth with the comments if time permits and engage with people. We like that engaging atmosphere where we feel like we're like. Actually talking to somebody and not just talking to ourselves, which, again, we'll do. do. We will do it. We don't have a problem with that. But uh, uh, share the shit all over the place. Share it around on social media. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Every Monday night we do our live mainstream event. Make sure you show up for that. We air it on YouTube, Facebook Live, and Twitter Live. So uh, make sure you show up for that, whatever, whichever one of those platforms you prefer and we'll have a good time with that. Definitely. Uh, We're going to get out of here for this week. Have a great rest of your weekend.
1: Go get them. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Go get them. Like you said. The
1: Break the Bell Podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back, because without you,
0: we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zelinski. Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors: Run Your Mouth Coffee, Beyond the, the Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit Patreon.com/BreakTheBell or buy our garbage at BreakTheBell.BigCartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your earholes. And as always, never stop talking.